80% of New Year's goals don't make it past the middle of February. Paul admonishes the Church of Philippi to have the same attitude and the same mindset on spreading the gospel. What a great example this would be for you and your church. But when the apostle, when he thinks about the church in Philippi, he says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Now the introduction of the body of this letter are unlike most letters. It contains no doctrinal uh, discussions. There's no rebuke of evil. It's just simply an outpouring of love. Uh, We could kind of call it, uh, you know, just kind of like happy love. Welcome to Praying For You. This broadcast features the preaching and teaching of Evangelist Oliver Areza. His ministry includes local church revivals, conferences and camps, ministry training, world missions, and media outreach. And now, Evangelist Oliver Areza in part three of For the Faith of the Gospel. Now, the word gospel in the book of Philippians is mentioned eight times in the book, eight times. And each time it fortifies every single principle of evangelism and worldwide missions within the local church. Amen. And the striking verse concerning their position is chapter 1, verse number 27. This is what it says. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs uh, that ye be, that ye stand fast uh, in one spirit, uh, try, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Amen. What Paul wanted them, he wanted them to be striving together for the faith of the gospel. That word striving, it means the act of making efforts together in unity. Amen. I'm saying to the ambassador Baptist church, amen. I'm not saying that you haven't, but I'm saying let's get everybody on the same page. Amen. Let's get everybody on board. Let's get everybody unified in mind and practice about uh, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Amen. Uh, Striving together means uh, fighting together for something. Amen. Striving together for what we're striving for is not against. Amen. We're striving for, by striving for the gospel, we're striving against everything we need to strive against. Amen. Amen. But we have to keep our position right. In other words, we're fighting under the same flag, the gospel flag. We're fighting under the same cause, the gospel cause. We're fighting under the same banner, the gospel banner. Why? Because we're striving together for. You see, if you are striving for, then it's just understood that you're striving against. Amen. But we must keep the biblical order If we adopt the mindset that we're striving against, then we lose the upper hand, amen. We strive together for, amen. The gospel of Jesus Christ doesn't play second fiddle to anything or anyone because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. 
Amen. I'm telling you the gospel message is a powerful message. Amen. It's the message that gives light to the lost. Uh, It gives paradise to the poor. It gives redemption to the rascal. It gives salvation to the sinner. It gives direction to the drunk. It gives heaven to the heathen. Amen. Striving together for the faith of the gospel. Oh, but isn't it amazing within the context of the passage what we see in the very next verse? Chapter 1, verse number 28. Isn't this an amazing verse for the time in which we live? And in nothing, and in nothing terrified. And in nothing terrified. Hey, do you see that, friend? We're not to be terrified by anything, amen. I think, listen, this world can't blow me where God can't find me, amen. I'm His and He's mine forever. In verse 29, He talks about suffering for His sake. In verse number 30, He talks about that we're all in the same conflict. We're striving together first for first and then against striving together for the faith of the gospel. You see, if a church is going to take up the Philippian model in striving together, remember that is the act of making efforts together in unity. That means everybody has to come to grips with it. That means every single member of Ambassador Baptist Church has got to come to grips. This is our cause. This is our banner. This is our calling. This is our message. Striving together for the faith of the gospel. If a church is going to adopt this Philippian model, uh, amen, for the faith of the gospel, then here's the first thing that has to happen. Chapter 1 and verse 5 and 6. <coughs> look, what it, look what it says. He says in verse number 5 and 6, For your fellowship in the gospel. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So I believe what is that verse is telling us, he says, for your fellowship in the gospel. What in the world does he mean to have fellowship in the gospel? Well, it means to be bonded around the gospel. It means to be bonded around the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel was the agent of, Amen. It was the agent that brought them into fellowship. The gospel was the factor that brought them into agreement. I have traveled up from America to many places of the world, and I didn't have any idea who I was going to be preaching for, preaching with, where I was going to be staying. But when I got on the shores, those foreign shores, and I met the pastors in those foreign countries, had never met them before, but when we shook hands and when we embraced each other, there was a fellowship, there was a bond in the gospel. And I mean, it happened instantly, amen. We were united for one cause, for one message, for one, one message, and that was the gospel message. So I'm saying if a church is going to adopt the Philippian model, you have to come together in the faith of the gospel. It means you participate in the work of Christ is the most noble uh, basis for love and friendship. You see, the church, uh, the church is a workshop. Amen. It's not a dormitory. 
It is a workshop. And every Christian man and woman is bound to help in the common cause for declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now we know that there are going to be some people that they just do win more souls to Jesus Christ. I remember the Carl Hatches. I remember the Joe Boyds. I remember hearing the stories of Carl Hatch winning an entire airplane full of people to Christ. I remember here, I've seen Dr. Joe Boyd do those things. We know that God gives some the 30, 40, 60 fold, amen. But each of us have to be doing something for the propagation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember, a church is is a workshop. It's not a dormitory. And every Christian has to be doing their part. Thankful, glad prayer flows from such a cooperation. Now, I wanted to grab one of your your, uh, church bulletins. Do you have one handy right now? A church bulletin. All right. I I didn't, you, you say I just got this and looked at it for the first time. But I'm looking at it here, so I see that right here you've got the Baltimore Rescue Mission Service. Amen. Remember, we got to band together around the faith of the gospel. Amen. we got to find ways to promote, to do these things. Uh, let's see here. You've got, uh, you've got a nursing home ministry going on. You've got soul winning every Sunday at 4 p.m. You've got bus visitation on Saturday at 10 and then you've got another uh, uh, nursing home uh, Nor- uh, Northampton Manor on Wednesday, and then another one uh, in Walkersville, Maryland on Sunday. You see what I'm saying? There's something for everybody to do. I mean, listen, listen. You say, well, I might not be able to uh, uh, to visit at that particular time, but uh, I think those folks would enjoy some homemade cookies. Amen. I mean, anybody knows that uh, homemade chocolate chip cookies will get your rewards in heaven. Amen. You don't believe that? The Bible teaches that. I mean, if you get a, if, listen, if you get a reward for a cup of cold water, what will a chocolate chip cookie do in heaven? Amen. Somebody give me an amen on that one. Amen. Oh, you see, if we're going, if church is going to strive together for the faith of the gospel, listen, that means everybody has to be involved for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work and you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Here's how to have fellowship in the gospel. First of all, it denotes that which the church has in common. In other words, everybody believes it. Is, is that of which we participate with others in. In other words, we all have this in common. It also means, it's also a means of communication, communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ. It has to do with the distribution of the gospel message and the contribution to the work of the gospel. Amen. Anybody can take a bundle of tracts. You have to put challenges on yourself. You have to say to yourself, I'm going to take seven tracts Sunday and I'm going to pass them out before next Sunday, at least one a day. You have to put challenges on yourself. You just say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have the discipline to do it. You make a conscious choice. You see, we got to get the gospel out. If it stays in the walls of the church, amen, we're going to be built up in the faith. But amen, the message is for the lost. It is the digestible message for the lost. Amen. To have fellowship in the gospel speaks of participation in the work of Christ, bound together for the cause of the gospel, the gospel cause. 
So first of all, you have to have people assembled to have fellowship. Amen? That's what we're doing here. And this fellowship is centered around the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, who is it that gathers? It's the members of the local church. Amen? And who is the one that transforms us? Well, verse number 6 tells us, amen, uh, that wonderful verse, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Boy, isn't that a blessing, amen? That is the power of the gospel. It speaks of a confidence in the Lord Jesus, amen? Thank God the Lord Jesus Christ has begun a good work in you and he will perform his good work on believers all the way to the judgment seat of Christ. You see, this fellowship in the gospel, I'm asking you a question now, how does it translate to your church? Well, here are some ways that it can, that it can affect your church. Number one, that we pray for lost souls to be saved. I remember a few years ago, on uh, starting New Year's, I went, and as I was in church services and preaching and participating and, and all these things here, I just took a mental note of when it came to prayer time that the, that the majority or all the prayer requests primarily were for, for uh, saved people that were sick to get healed. And I can't remember, it was like two or three months into the year before I came to a church that publicly gave a list, a name of lost people that needed to be saved. So if we are going to participate, if we're going to have fellowship in the gospel, then it's going to translate into number one, we are going to have to pray for the lost people to be saved. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 2 and verse 8, Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. I remember when I, when I traveled with Dr. Joe Boyd as a preacher boy, Brother Boyd would teach in his summer seminars of evangelism to put together a sweetheart prayer list. That's what he called it. You remember that, Brother Fry? A sweetheart prayer list. And it was a prayer list of lost people, the church praying for lost people to be saved. I remember I, I, was, I found a Sunday school manual and I'm, I'm interested in Sunday school and I found a Sunday school newspaper that come from a man in Arkansas. What a great theme for each of us to consider for the new year, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Thank you for joining us today. Evangelist Areza would love to hear from you on social media. Use EO Areza to connect with him on Twitter and Getter. Be sure to invite a friend to join you next week at this time on this fine station. You can hear this program or past broadcast by going to wvgvradio.com and click on the WVGV Productions tab. Praying for You is a Gospel Voice production. And I am Evangelist Oliver Areza, reminding you that someone is praying for you.